the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's true. God strongly desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, and to make that opportunity of increased intimacy with him available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't even seem like they care. They don't look to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And if they do, maybe they don't know how to. The Bible tells us that there are proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are the children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy an increased intimacy with God like He wants us to do. So that we could benefit even more than we already do from the relationship we have with the God who loves me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn over to 1 Samuel chapter 2, please. God knows some stuff. That alone is a reason for him to, for you to call unto him. Call unto him like you want something. First Samuel chapter two. The God that you're going to be calling to knows everything. Everything. That's even more than everything. 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 Chapter two, verse three. It says, talk no more so exceeding proudly. It's trying to correct some people. Talk no more so exceeding proudly. A lot of us talk proud. Like we know something. They all act like we know something. And one thing we do know, we don't know nothing, but we, but we don't want nobody else to know. So we act like we know something. He said, talk no more exceeding proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. The word arrogancy right there means impudence. A lot of us are just impudent. I mean, that's like cocky for having no reason to be cocky. A lot of us is cocky with no reason to be cocky. It'd be different if you had a reason to be cocky, but we ain't got no reason to be cocky. We cocky anyway, like we know something. It also translates hardness. Hardness. Remember, out of the abundance of the heart does the mouth speak. So we speak hard because our heart is hard. When it's hard, you can't get nothing in there. God's like, loosen up. And shut up. And quit acting acting all arrogant, acting all impudent. Like you know something. He said, for the Lord is a God of knowledge. 
and by him actions are weighed. God is a God of knowledge. I love that about the Lord. God is a God of knowledge. He is God over knowledge. <laughs> God, God, God rules knowledge. God is supreme over knowledge. I don't care what you know. God, God, God no more because God is a God of knowledge. And how about this? This is the part that you really want to get excited about. And by him, that's the God of knowledge. Actions are weighed. See the word actions right there in the sense of affecting things in the sense of affecting things means performances. It means performances. Our performances are weighed by the God that knows everything. Our performance, the things that we do are weighed by the God that knows everything. By implication, it also means an opportunity, which means that every opportunity is weighed by the God that knows everything. God knows whether or not it's a good opportunity or not. God knows whether it's a great opportunity or not. God knows whether it's any good or not. It'd be blowing your mind. You'd be thinking, guess what? Somebody called me and they told me they're going to offer me this job. God weighed that thing already, and he already know that that ain't the one you're supposed to take. But you'll never know it until you call upon him. Because you're arrogant enough to think you already got it together because you you did the interview and you did the, 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 the resume and you and you put it in and and they saw me and I, I interviewed great and, and I and I did all this and, and you don't even know. But God said, I know. And if you call unto me, I'll answer you. I'll respond to you. I'll explain some things to you. I'll expose some things to you. I'll show some things to you. Great and mighty things that you knew not of. Why? Because he's a God of love. God says, I'll weigh this thing for you. That word weigh means to balance. That is to measure out. To balance. That is to measure out. Come on, remember when folk used to cook? Praise God. I ain't talking about warm up. I'm talking about cook. Praise God. When they would measure out stuff. Praise God. When they would measure out stuff. Some of y'all are laughing because you don't know it. Praise God. Right. Folk used to cook. Praise God. When they measure out stuff. You know, praise God. So you knew how much to put in, how much to put in. Because if you put too much in, you mess up the flavor, the taste, and all that kind of stuff, the consistency and everything else of what it is that you were making. Praise God. You had to put in the right amount. Praise God. Because you wanted you wanted mashed potatoes, not mashed potato soup. Praise God. You know, so you had to put the right amount in. <laughs> you want grit, not grit soup. Praise God. Or or, or some big, thick paste that you like, pop, putting it up to <laughs> Take your knife and cut it and cut your grits and stuff. <laughs> that ain't, it wasn't measured out properly. But God knows how to weigh out some stuff, measure out some stuff. It's through the idea of leveling. God knows exactly how much to be able to, what to do and what, and what, what should happen and what should not happen. And God weighs every action, which means he already knows ahead of time what we should do, what we should not do. That's exciting because that's the person that says, call unto me and I will answer you. I know every action you should make, every action you shouldn't take. I know I know how much you should do. That person that you that you love, it's okay, but not like you do. Because he'll let you know you love him too much, love him too little. You're spending too much time around him. Back off right now. Back off. Why? Because they're becoming your God. He'll tell you that. Praise God. He'll tell you you're looking desperate. Let him not answer. Don't answer the phone sometime. Praise God. Y'all not working with me up here. Praise God. I'm trying to be in the spirit right now. Praise God. He'll tell you. Praise God. Y'all hard up acting. Praise God. Hey, man. He'll, he'll help you. Hundredfold back into your life in the name of Jesus. Praise God. He'll weigh this thing out for you. Help you to be able to see what it is you need to do. But what we have to do is drop our arrogancy. 
and just go ahead and let God show me and you what he knows. Turn to first John chapter three, please. First John chapter three. God didn't give you another God. God don't give other gods because he already said there ain't no other God. God don't give other gods. So as you start having that feeling, I can't live without you. You in trouble already. First John chapter three. You're supposed to say, no, I live before you and I'm gonna live after you. Hallelujah. You cute, but you ain't all that. <laughs> First John tell you are not the air I breathe. He is the air I breathe. You are not the air I breathe. In fact, turn your head right now. Praise God. Amen. Tick tack. Praise God. First John chapter three. <laughs> oh, Jesus. First John chapter three. It says, for if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart. That's not the part we want to focus on. This is the next, these next few words is the part I want you to focus on. And knoweth all things. I see a lot of times our heart can condemn us over what's going on. We can feel like that ought to be not what we do. They say that ought not be what we do. But God knows all things. God said, don't listen to that. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Because I know all things. Because a lot of us feel good about what we're about to do because what we're about to do is wrong. And, and, and we, we've been wrong so long, we're comfortable with the wrong. Does that make sense? I know you done learned kind of that, you know, let peace be the umpire. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Let God be your umpire. That's why it says the peace of God. It don't just say peace, say the peace of God. Because, see, you can have peace doing wrong. Because you feel you've been wanting to do it. And then as soon as you do it, ah, you feel right. You feel good about it. But you wrong as two left shoes with somebody with no feet. Are you listening to me? God knoweth all things. What does God know? What does God know? What does God know? God knows everything. He knows all things. That word all, that phrase all things means all that means everything, any, and speaking of each individual thing, it means every, that means all of them collectively, and the whole. God know the whole thing. See, a lot of us barely know the part that we think we know. See, we know things in part at best. God knows all things in the least. We know all, we know part at best. God knows all things in the least. The less that God knows is everything. That's the bottom of what he knows is everything. So God, <laughs> the bottom of what he knows is everything. What's more than that? Everything concerning you. And he can tailor make all this stuff just for you and be able to let you know exactly what to do. That's good news. So before you make that decision you're about to make, let him weigh all things for you. So that you can find out that ain't what you ought to make. That ain't what you ought to do. Well, that's what you ought to do and you ought to run full flash into what you're just thinking about because that's what God said to you. One or the other. God will let you know. God will let you know that's what you should do, but not right now. He'll let you know. Because timing is everything in the things of God. Oh, yes, it is. If I gave you $100 and went and told you, go across the street over there and, and, and give me a, a 25, no, had those here. Give me a dollar bag of chips. Praise God. Amen. Go, go across the street. Give me a dollar bag of chips. Keep the change. Praise God. 
You'd be like, all right, now. Cross cross against the light. Me, me. You just get... <laughs> You just got ran over. Praise God. Why? Because it wasn't because you you went you did the wrong thing. You did it at the wrong time. Timing is everything. And God knows that. That's included in the whole of what God knew. Turn over to Job chapter 37. Turn over to Job chapter 37. God know everything. God know the perfect timing and everything. Hallelujah. Job chapter 37. I'm so thankful we got a God that knows everything. Who's inviting us to come closer? Who's inviting us to call unto him? Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that you knew not. Job chapter 37. Start reading verse 14. We're in, this, we're in the section over here now where God's, God's, God's questioning Job and talking to Job because Job was a little arrogant for a moment. Praise God. I'm thinking that he was all that. Praise God. So balls and all thinking that he all that. Praise God. Thinking that he got it going on. But God came back and checked him like real hard. Basically said, gird yourself up, boy, and talk to me like a man. Start answering some of this stuff and ran off chapters of questions that he didn't have no answer to. We all up in the middle of that right here. Job 37, verse 14. Hearken unto this, O Job. Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Dost thou know when God disposed them and caused the light of his cloud to shine? Huh? Huh? You know that boy? Huh? Dost thou know the balancing of the clouds? You know, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Praise God. I mean, I, I, I'm one of those people that love science, physics and stuff like that. I love all that stuff. I'm still trying to figure out how does a cloud stay in the sky when it's when it's made of water? So you think I'm tripping? Take a drop, hold it up, let it loose and watch what happens. It falls. Well, a cloud is a collection of drops. That's floating around in the sky. And then it don't rain till he tell it to. So he t- <laughs> I feel you, Job. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Does thou know the balancing of the clouds and the wondrous works of him, which is perfect in knowledge? Do you know that? Now, now, now once again, he's looking at these works, but look at this last part. Do you understand the wondrous works of him? which is perfect in knowledge. Would you listen to God? I'm talking about God. God say, God say he perfect in knowledge. God just ain't got knowledge. God got perfect knowledge. And he is perfect in knowledge. If God took a test, he'd have hundreds all the time. And once in a while he said, don't even bother giving me the test. Let me just write down the question and the answer. And see if I got it right. Praise God. If God was on Jeopardy, he'd be the only one with points. Nobody, nobody else would have points. Could you, could you imagine God on, 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 who wants to be a millionaire? And they ask him, is that your final question? I mean, is that your final answer? Like he gonna sit up and think about it. Fool, I'm perfect in knowledge. None of his little help things would be there, you know, call somebody, ask the, ask the audience and stuff like that, 50, 50, all that kind of stuff. None, none of them would be used. God know everything. He is perfect in knowledge. That word perfect means entire. I know we're having trouble wrapping our heads around that because we ain't perfect in nothing but messing up. Where's God? He's, he's saying that word perfect, it means entire. God is entire in knowledge. Entire in knowledge. That means God don't learn nothing. 
When he say he know the hairs, the number of hairs on your head, he did not count them. He knows them. He wasn't like, like one, two, three. And then when the angels cry, holy, he like, look, shut up, shut up. I lost count. No, nothing like that going on. God know how many hairs on our head. He know how many came out in the cone. <laughs> Does this make sense? God is perfect in knowledge. This is literally, figuratively, and morally. God is perfect in knowledge. It also, this word perfect also translates complete, sound, without spot, and undefiled, which means his knowledge is perfect. It's complete. It's not missing anything. That's one of the reasons why people that teach you God did something to find out what you would do, they don't know God. Because you're, that statement says that God didn't know something and he had to test you to find out. God don't have to test you. God already knows everything you're going to do. Turn over to Isaiah 42. You think I'm making this stuff up? Praise God. God don't test nobody to see what they're going to do. I just wanted to see what you was going to do. He knew what you was going to do. He wasn't up in heaven talking about like, dang, angels, look. I didn't think they was going to do it. <laughs> God already knew. Angels are like, well, pay up, God. Hey, pay up. Like they was betting up in heaven and stuff. <laughs> they, don't, they don't give odds up in heaven because God know everything. Isaiah, they don't even bet, by the way. Isaiah chapter 42. Isaiah chapter 42. Because God's not a God of chance. He already knows everything. So don't be calling him and asking what the number going to be. He's not going to get that kind of answer. He's not going to give you. Isaiah chapter 42. Verse nine. It says, behold, the former things are come to pass. Which means all the old stuff has actually happened. Now, those former things that he's talking about are the things that he prophesied beforehand. Things that he said were going to happen beforehand. All those have. He said, behold, check it out. Look around. All of them don't come to pass. And new things do I declare. Which ought to give you confidence in the things he's going to say, because if all these came to pass, them going to do it, too. That's why anything God told you that he's going to do, you ought to get excited about it. Because everything he said, he's going to do. In fact, you can even look back in your life and see things he said that have already happened. Come on, y'all. But check this out. He said, and new things do I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them before they spring forth. Their word spring forth means sprout before they even sprout. I tell you about it. The idea that he's talking about here is that before the sprout even pushes through the ground, before it even splits the dirt. God can tell you what the full fruit, what the full plan is, what it's going to yield, how much it's going to yield, and how long it's going to yield. And all you see is dirt. You don't even know nothing's up under there. And God will tell you what's going to sprout before it even sprouts. Before the blade even splits, God said, I can even tell you everything you're going to get from that thing right there. I can tell you exactly what your yield is going to be. I'm going to tell you exactly when to be able to go and collect your yield. I'll tell you exactly what to do with your yield. I'll tell you exactly how long this thing is going to last. I'm going to tell you exactly what, because I know everything before it even happens. I can even tell you about it. How about this? Before the mess hit the fan, God can tell you what to do. 
Before the problem even come up, God can tell you what to do. That's why while some of y'all is right, about to write down your little phone number, God is saying, uh-uh. Don't give it, don't give it, don't give it. Because he done fast forward to them slapping you, ripping your money off, taking you. They done they already fast forward to the adultery that they was going to do. And then leave you and all the kids with nothing. He already fast forward all that and came back and told you, don't do it before it even sprout. Walk out. <laughs> single, single ladies and single brothers in the house say, hey, that's good news. Because there's probably some mad folk up in here say, I wish he'd have told me. Praise God. <laughs> Just everybody keep looking forward. Nobody know who I'm talking about. Praise God. Amen. Shout out to which means before it even sprout, God's going to tell you what it's all about. Turn to Psalms number 147 to you. Psalms number 147, please. If, if there is an advantage to drawing closer to God. Psalms number 147. God, God see, God, God is smart in a mug. Let's start reading the stanza number one. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant and praise is comely. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by name. Can we stop right there for a second? He telleth the number of the stars. Remember, he asked Abraham, how many stars do you see up in the skies? Abraham didn't have no answer. Why? Because you can't count them. But God said, I can tell you exactly how many of these. And I can tell you what their names is. <laughs> God, they got names? God's, God, yeah. So they mean the name that the astronomers are giving them aren't their names? No, they, God gave them names. And they'll find out about it later. Because they're trying to name them after them. I discovered it. How you going to discover something that's already there? He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by names. Great is our Lord and of great power. Listen to the benefit. <laughs> His understanding is infinite. His understanding is infinite. That word understanding means intellect. God's intellect is infinite. The word infinite means a number indefinite or innumerable. A number that's indefinite or innumerable. Let's focus on innumerable, which means you can't count it. God's understanding is beyond our comprehension. God understands everything in detail, simply. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that is true. That God really does want to have an intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what you need to do. To take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us are there for me and you. So that we can walk through into the awesome opportunity to be even closer to God than we already are. And enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God that He wants for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got that to the church office at Eric 210 785 9238. 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, if your New Year's resolution was to draw closer to God, there's something I invite all of you sisters out there to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. What a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are. Are preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple of sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at a Word of Faith SA. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Come on through. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 